Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yo. Yo. What are you doing? We're finishing the news. Well, Doyle do it. Brunson died. He was only 185 years old. <laughs> and uh, you may know him from seeing him on TV playing poker over the years. You may know him from his books, which Snowcone has all, super system. all of them. The super system. Yep. He invented poker in the mid-1800s, I think, in the Wild <laughs> yes, West. Mm-hmm. And it stands to reason that if you invent the game, you're going to be pretty good at poker it. Poker legend Doyle Brunson, who won 10 World Series of Poker tournaments, died Sunday in Las Vegas. Doyle was nicknamed Texas Dolly, grew up on a farm, went on to earn a master's degree in business. He started playing in backroom card games while traveling as a salesman. Mm-hmm. Well, he switched to poker full-time after once winning a month's <laughs> salary in three hours. He influenced a generation of poker players with his 1978 strategy book, Super System. Doyle Brunson, 89 years old. That system is rocking and rolling. I'll tell you what, that's a super system. Legend. He helped name the book. Uh, He actually came to Snow Cone and said, Hey, what do you think would be a good name for this book? And Snowcone said, I think you should call it the Super System. And that's that's (laughs) the name that stuck. And I think he made multiple versions of the Super System, right? Yeah, there's one and two. Yeah, there you go. 89. There's two stories. I read about him or saw him, and I thought they were fascinating. One of them was playing in a high-stakes game in Vegas upstairs somewhere, and there was a guy who was a gambler but wasn't a professional gambler, and he was talking about how he had like $500 million in oil rigs Mm. in Texas. And Doyle Brunson looked at him and said, that's impressive. He goes, thanks. He said, I'll flip you for it. (laughs) <laughs> and the guy wouldn't do it, obviously. And he said, that's the difference between, yeah. I had the money. So mm-hmm. that's the difference between poker players and people who aren't poker players. I'll go broke and start again tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. That was everything that guy had. Yeah. And I said, I'll flip you for it. Yeah. And that's the difference. That's pretty bold. I was like, yeah. Nick Wright played poker with him yeah. one time. Yeah. Out I in Vegas. Yeah. yeah they, mm-hmm. I know he knew him. Yeah. Poker players, man. When they, when, and the I other got, one, there was a poker thing at night and he was playing against the. Uh, the guy who started, oh, what's the dancing, you know, the... Dancing with the Stars. No, 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 the, oh, the acrobatic dancing that they... Oh, Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, yeah. the guy who started that. Okay. Yeah, I've heard and him they play were playing. Oh, the French dude, yeah, he plays a lot. Yeah, yeah and yeah, they were playing, and it was like millions and millions of dollars where it got to the end. Yeah. And Doyle Brunson rivered him. <laughs> I've heard that guy And then Doyle Brunson said, look, I'll chop with you if you want. Yeah. So he gave him half of it back. That sounds right. And he said, and they said, why'd you do that? It was like, you know, $13 million. And he said, guys like him, like, he, he can't come back and make this. 
Like, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, I'm not going to feel it. To me, that's the way he told Like, I'll be fine, you know? Yeah. But for him, that's a lot of money. For the Cirque guy? Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. a lot of money. It's going to hurt him. How much is that guy worth? I assume he's a trillionaire, too. He's huh? always on the poker game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know he gambles yeah. a lot, so maybe yeah. he's not uh, as wealthy as he could be, or maybe he's wealthier. I don't actually know. I don't. I got picked up one time at the airport in Vegas by a friend who played a lot of poker. I don't play poker, but my friend said he would give me a ride, and then he ends up not showing up, but he this other guy comes, and he's in this brand-new, at the time, Escalade. This was like 2015. And... Um, He's like, hey, uh, Reed, because it was me and, and Chalen, and we do not know this guy. He's like, hey, sorry, uh, I'm, I'm picking up because I have to go to the casino anyway. And I'm telling him, like, well, thanks, man, appreciate it. You know, thinking, like, this is a little weird. and But whatever, he seemed like a super just kind of easygoing, you know, mm-hmm. dorky kind of guy. And he clearly must be pretty good at poker because he was wearing nice clothes and had this brand-new uh, Escalade and for a young guy. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that's like a million-dollar car or anything, but he was young. And we get to the casino, and he pulls up to the – valet area and he's like listen i'm playing here he's like but your buddies are over i don't remember where they were he's like so um you know i'll see you i don't know if i'll see you guys or not and i was like oh okay and so we start to get out of the car and uh you know he's like walking away and he's looking at me he's like who's driving which one of you is driving i'm like we're taking your car and he's like well yeah they're over at the other casino and i was like oh okay are you sure are do you know travis is this for real like do you know who i am because now I'm thinking, like, am I about to get arrested? Right. You know, I like, took someone's car. But he didn't care. He had to go play poker. And when I told my friend later, I was like, yeah, he let us drive his escalator. He's like, yeah, he said he was going to come give you a ride. I was like, well, he gave us his car. He doesn't even know me. He was like, yeah, that guy, he's got a serious gambling problem. And he's like, I'm sure he's very excited that you liked his escalator because I think he's about to lose it. And <laughs> right. he's like, he probably shouldn't be playing poker as much as he is. But he's, he's in that position right now where right. he has to win some right. big money pretty soon or he's going to have to leave this town. I was like, man, what a what a life. And I know that it's people who – tend to be people who like to take big risks. Sure. And so if you've got enough money, or even if you can just get that one big break at some point along the way, then some of these guys end up playing for That's years and years, and it becomes their thing. I mean, when poker was legal online, I mean, it was legal, legal, right? Like, mm-hmm. no, no one was hiding that it was legal. It looked like there was going to be an entire generation of people of a certain age. I played. They're basically the time. all gonna play poker all the time. Yeah. And when they kind of got in the way with the law and they made online poker illegal in some places and they changed the rules and you know maybe just losing enough because for me the popularity went down once you couldn't go do down. it from your house. Yeah, I think that changed things because I think when you could do it from home, you go to Vegas. That's all anybody wanted to do. Well, was that's play like poker. Chris Moneymaker, like 2003. I think that was when it exploded. Right. When he played Sammy Farhawk. In, in what finals. year? Like 2003, I want to say. That sounds about right because I remember. I remember living in KCK. My roommate played a lot of online. Hell, all my friends except me played right. a lot of online poker. I did it a little bit. See, that's the thing. I'm no good at poker, but playing online, it didn't matter because it's not embarrassing. I mean, you lose some money right, if you're sure. playing for small amounts. There's no one there. I was petrified of the idea of going and sitting down at a table with people who know how to play poker, even if it's a low limit table. I love playing poker. My, I just know my mind. problems. I have, you know. ADD. I'm not patient. Yeah. And so, like, I could be sitting there up and down, up and down, be three hours. I'd be like, right, hurry up. I'm just going to go all in. Yeah, I like it because I'm like, I can't do this. Exactly. So, like, it does, you know. And they'll catch you. And I played with your buddy Travis plenty mm-hmm. of times. And he would always say, he's like, I know how to beat you. And I'm like, how's that? He's like, you're good at it. He's like, but I can start telling you start getting antsy. And <laughs> yeah, it's about three or four hours in. And you're like, oh, he's like, Trying you just start it doing up. it. Like, and he's like, that's when. 
I'm like, yeah, well. Yeah, I love the bluff. Kind of raise blinds. Yeah, like, let's, just, let's make some money. Right. Jesus Christ. Get this over I do the with. same thing at Blackjack, too. Like, I'll start. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, but to but I'm still there. $100 a hand. Exactly. Like, I need the, if I'm here, I want the, you know, the I want the adrenaline rush, win yeah. or lose. Yep. That's what I'm looking for. And poker can just be, you just got to be patient, patient, patient. It takes so and long. I tried to teach myself that. And I just, after a while, I couldn't. It takes you know, yeah, like, two and five blinds. I'm like, just. 25 and they're like okay this guy's just lost his until, mind now yeah mm-hmm. but i'm not even until you know until it's like if you lose you gotta i just it. do it like i i can't sit here with you guys yeah. any longer i just rather lose this entire bankroll when's the last hours. time you played at a casino it's been a long time Same. you used to play a lot i used to go all the time i mean even too. in seattle i remember when we I would would go, go and play in seattle you just go play, play i poker. loved playing poker yeah. but that once you realize like this is how I'm going to lose, and I, I can't change it. Yeah. I can't become more patient. I became concerned because the issue with my dad, he was a severe gambling addict. Yeah. And I, I also invented a... You're right. Yeah. You're right. So but I, think but I got, I got super into poker. I mean, I was playing thousands of fans every week. I was going to the casinos, but I was just concerned. Like, I think a lot of people your age were, though. They were within an age range. There were a lot of people who were playing. I mean... Honestly, that group of friends, and I was talking about Travis, he used to play with all those guys. They played poker constantly. Yeah. A couple of them, when I asked them what they did for a living, it involved poker, two of yeah. them. Yeah. One of them ran some sort of online website. He would start games. And then the other one just played professionally. That's right. what he did, played mm-hmm. professionally and didn't have any other job and just mm-hmm. played poker uh, all day long. And they would go to all the World Series of Poker tournaments. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's weird to be that into something and then to just not be – like I used to play craps a lot, like every night. And I stopped doing that because it's too expensive. I was losing too much money. But I still play. I played – well, I actually played with Nick Wright when he was here not that yeah. long ago. But I feel like you – I haven't seen you or heard you talk about going to play poker at the casino in years now. Mm-mm. And you used to play quite a bit. I love it. Yeah, and it did But take I just a know, while. like, you know. Yeah. I know where I'm going to get beat. Yeah. I'll go, like, you know where thing. I'll go? I'll go. And I have been since then. But I'll go, like, um, like if I don't have the kids on Easter – I don't really celebrate you, so I don't care. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the casino and play poker. And then I can be a little bit more patient because I'm like, I'm just going to play here all day. Yeah. I don't care. Like, yeah. But, like, if I just on a Wednesday night, it'll get to be about 11 o'clock. I'm like, come on, man. Let's go. You guys, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get some action here. I'm the guy who's always like, I. Are we all just going to fall? Let's get some action. Let's Jesus Christ, we're here to gamble, you jackasses. Yeah, and if you win, like let's win some real money. Yeah. Instead of just these little increments. Same, And I get what you're saying with Blackjack, too. It's the same way. Like, Give me at least a chance right, at something huge here. Uh, good news, Jamie Foxx looks like he's doing better. There were some rumors that he was doing worse, that he was back in the hospital or that he hadn't left the hospital. Like Rumors to the point that I guess tabloids were writing about it, but his daughter took to social media over the weekend and said, look, that's not true. He's doing a lot better. We still don't know, or at least I don't know. If you guys have heard, I have not. But whatever the hell happened to him, we know that he was filming a movie for Netflix in Georgia. He suddenly was rushed to the hospital. He was there for quite some time, but now he's apparently on the mend. Next up, Jamie Foxx, the Hollywood A-lister on the mend. A new health update coming from Jamie's daughter, Corinne, just one month after he was hospitalized with a medical complication. Uh, On Friday, she shared this update, setting the record straight after some online outlets implied that her dad's health had further declined. Here's what she wrote. My dad's been out of the hospital for weeks recuperating. In fact, he was playing pickleball yesterday. Thanks for everyone's prayers and support. And by the way, she also teases that a surprise will be announced this week. Uh, We're sending our best to Jamie. So happy to hear that he is doing better. Mm. Surprise, surprise. It's all a joke. This whole thing is fishy. We just did all this to promote our new pickleball stores. How do I add this fishy? 
Like the yeah. pickleball? The fact that he's been out for weeks, they don't say what it is, only his daughter's the one talking. He's playing pickleball. You would think he would get in front of a camera and is say something. Is that what something. they said, that he'd been out for weeks? Is that what he that's just said? That's what she just said. Oh, that's what she said. Okay. And yeah, I saw Friday that people weeks. were saying, like, you know, it's deteriorating. Yeah, I didn't people are getting that. ready for him to die. Yeah. It's the whole thing's just fishy. I'm not saying it's one way or the other, no, but I'm, it's fishy. It is weird that they said that he was in the hospital and then she's like, he's been out for weeks. I just didn't believe that. And it's only but, her talking. Uh I mean, I, I don't know. It's a, I guess that is a weird thing to say. I can understand saying, like, he's doing great because you want the press to leave you alone because it's a private matter. And he can be very private about a lot of this stuff, apparently. I didn't know that until all this came about. But they said he's been known to be very private about a lot of things in his life, like who he's dating and different things. Isn't but, he married? Uh, is he married now? I have no idea. I don't know. They were talking about him dating Katie Holmes. All these people that I didn't know he'd ever dated. And they're like, yeah, it's because he, he keeps a pretty low profile with that stuff. And I thought, how is that possible? I know they say... If you really want to be left alone by the paparazzi, yeah, there be. are ways to do it. Like get out of the TMZ, you know, yeah. or j- just stay out of that actual zone. And then you don't have to move to Idaho, though. Uh, you know, I know that's what right. Ashton and, and Demi did, but I don't think you have to do that. I think most of those people who get a ton of press or it's at least a lot of press, it. it's because they they're, yeah, they want to. And that's fine, by the way. They're saying, hey, I need to do this to keep myself popular. That could absolutely be the case. Well, we know that. But, it was Jonah Hill who told us that. Yeah. 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 They called he TMZ himself. He said, yeah, yeah he's like, hey. Yeah, when we interviewed him, he's like, "Yeah, when me and Seth go to Subway, nobody's there." Right, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. He's like, we "But you know, you'd be like, yo, Aunt, I heard Jonah Hill's drunk, and he's going to be at this, and he's at this bar." He's like, "That's me calling them." Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. And now I've seen that other places now too, and those kind of behind the scenes things about mm-hmm. what it's like to be a celebrity in L.A. So it's pop. I mean, Jamie Foxx is a huge movie star. I think he's doing all right, I, but I still find it hard to believe that if he was at a hospital. With his level of fame, that the press wouldn't have been keeping an eye out for him. I guess you sneak him out a back door or whatever. You're not going to stand there day in and day out. Maybe I, I don't know. Especially when they don't know what's wrong with him. But I'm with you, Snowcone. It went from he went to the hospital, be okay, to okay, he's still in the hospital, and it's very serious. To we're not going to talk about it anymore, but like we thank you for the, for the worst. Yeah, preparing for the worst. But we thank you for your thoughts and prayers. We really appreciate it. It means a lot to him. Then apparently that stuff this weekend was all just rumors that he she was. She said he'd been out for weeks. Yeah, and now she's saying that he's been out for weeks. And that's, playing pickleball. Like, I don't, something Speaking weird. Speaking of pickleball. Right, let's not. Did you hear Bed <laughs> Bath, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond <laughs> out of business? pickleball courts. They say the Bed Bath & Beyond stores across the country, not all of them, but many of them are turning into pickleball courts. I'm telling you, last oh, we've got to get on this pickleball thing. It's it hot. Does? Yeah, I mean, that, it's so popular. It's sweeping. I, I know, but it's I hate to say it's sweeping the nation. What's that? Indoor Yeah, indoors, indoors big. They're just going to make them all and like put bars in there, and who's going to buy them? Or is, is Bath, Bath, Bath and Beyond? It sounded like it was a it's chain be, of them, but, I, but I, it's not owned not. by Bed Bath and Beyond. No, no, no. They're using oh, the I stores. Okay. Yeah, you know, they're using all those stores, those empty stores now, and they're turning them into pickleball courts. I assume they just be Halloween stores. Right. Spirit, I know. Maybe they have enough. Spirit Halloween. Yeah. Maybe like now, everything that's been out of business. Some, Some of them definitely using the borders will be. next I door. Guarantee. There's plenty of empty retail spaces to op- open enough spirit of Halloweens, I'm guessing. That's true. Did you see this brother that saved his sister's life in Michigan with the slingshot? Saw him. Did, did <laughs> he hit you with the slingshot? No, that, okay. Him. Okay. So this little My girl, nephew. she's uh, she's mushroom hunting. She's mushroom hunting in the woods. A guy comes up behind her, grabs her, just like in the movies. He's got his hand around her waist with you know one arm, and then the other arm, he's got his hand over her mouth, and he's pulling her away. Picked her up, and he's starting to drag her away. Her brother sees some of this commotion because he happens to be off in the distance a little bit, but he can hear something, see something. He grabs a slingshot and goes running out into the woods, shoots this guy with the slingshot two times, once in the head and once in the chest, and the guy dropped 
the girl because he'd been hit with this slingshot, and authorities are saying he's a hero. He definitely saved his sister's life. Wednesday afternoon, police say an eight-year-old girl in a rural area of Alpena Township just Alpena south of the Township? was hunting for mushrooms in her backyard when she felt someone grab her. Uh, the suspect had come through the woods onto her property, came from behind her, and was attempting to pull her into the woods. Grimshaw says that's when the girl's older brother, just 14 years old, saw something happening outside. He grabbed a slingshot and whatever ammunition he could find and fired two shots. One to the head, another to the chest. It's like David and Goliath. Kidnapper. There you go, right. man. was able to get away. I mean, Double he tapped really him. is the one that I believe <laughs> saved his sister's either life or from something seriously bad happening right. to her. I think he's, that's probably what he's saying. I mean, something bad's going to happen. That's what you fear, right? Is that you're going to be assaulted and then killed. And, if, and when you're that young, they almost always end up killing the victim. What is it? I think they say within the first hour. Yeah. Maybe it's within the first two hours when they're yeah. young. Hitting something with the slingshot is not easy. It's hard to aim those things. And, you know, you can kill someone with a slingshot. you got to be careful. I mean, I don't know if he had a real slingshot, but at 14, you ever shoot a slingshot? Probably not. Huh, of course I have. Like, did you have one of the ones that you get from the sporting goods That's store? that goes around your arms? Yeah. yeah. I mean, those things I, are serious. Those things are serious. You can put you know, holes through a squirrel like, boom. Yeah, but you got to sure. be able to hit David it first. Goliath, right? It I ain't mean, easy to on. hit it. It's a story as old as time. Yeah. 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 But he's lucky. To I can't believe your aim wasn't good. Mine was not good. I'm shocked. I, I I was always scared of the slingshot a little bit. If I'm being well, you honest, shot whatever that is, trap. Yeah, seems right. like you have a, like you got that in your in your veins. Dead yeah, eye. I had I had a slingshot. Me and Graham had slingshots. We shot them at stuff, but scooter soccer that probably takes aim. I don't know much about it. Well, it but. takes endurance, just athleticism overall, <laughs> uh, elite level athleticism. <laughs> but uh, I don't know about aim necessarily. And there was something else that I told you guys. Oh yes, yes, yes. The guy who uh, choke-holded the other guy on the subway and killed him. Now, we talked about the story when oh, yeah, it first happened because there was video. You see this man being held on the ground. There's a guy who's got him in a chokehold. They say this chokehold lasted for 15 minutes. By now, you probably heard the story. The guy who died was a Michael Jackson impersonator at times. <laughs> Apparently, he did a few other things, but they've got... Oh, I'm laughing. It just seems like a weird thing. It's a weird thing. thing that they say every time. Michael Jackson impersonator, and they keep using right. this picture of him when he was dressed up like Michael Jackson. So I guess weird. maybe that's his career. I don't know. I mean, I get it. Whatever. Yeah. But. So the uh, guy who had... Or just an interesting tidbit of the story, I guess. Yeah. The guy who put him in a chokehold, there was a bunch of debate about whether or not he should be charged. It's one thing to think that maybe you or your fellow passengers on the train are in danger, but you, you held the guy in this chokehold for 15 minutes. Now, some people said, well, the guy was still fighting back that whole time. To me, it looked like he was going, I, I can't breathe, like waving his arms around, like, help. So it's a long time that he's sitting there in that chokehold, and it did eventually kill him. So the DA, of course, there was a lot of pressure from the public. There had been protests saying that this was racially motivated, and this guy absolutely needed to be arrested. Well, they finally did. They arrested him, and now, of all people, Kid Rock has come to this guy's defense, but I'll get to that. Ten days after the death of Jordan Neely was captured on video, the Manhattan DA taking action against the man who put him in a chokehold. Writing in a statement, we can confirm that Daniel Penny will be arrested on a charge of manslaughter in the second degree. Lawyers for Penny have said he and other passengers on the train were aggressively threatened by Neely. Overnight releasing a statement saying Penny risked his own life and safety for the good of his fellow passengers, adding, we are confident that once all the facts and circumstances surrounding this tragic incident are brought to bear, 
Mr. Penny will be fully absolved of any wrongdoing. Now, one of his lawyers, I assume it's the same one, uh, the 24-year-old Marine, Daniel Penny, charged in the New York City ch- subway chokehold uh, incident, insisted Monday that in an exclusive interview with Fox News' Judge Janine, P- is it P- Piero? P- P- Piero? How do people say her name? Mm. You know who she is, all right? You can see her face. Okay. He says that race did not play a factor in his client's actions and claims to the contrary that that is just not based on facts. So, again, obviously, as he said, when this all comes to light, he's confident that his client will be exonerated. Now, in the meantime, Kid Rock is one of the top donors to this guy's legal defense fund, this Mm -hmm. this 24-year-old. It's something called a Give, Send, Go. Have you guys heard of Give, Send, Go? I guess it's like a GoFundMe. Hmm. I don't know. I'd like to start one. Start one for us. Give, Send, Go. The Give, Send, Go fundraiser, which has now surpassed $2 million in donations, with the help of a musician who gave $5,000... Uh, that musician, it has now been confirmed, was Kid Rock, a uh, representative for the American badass crooner, is yeah. how they name him here, him. Uh, confirmed that he was the person behind the donation. Donations have poured in from all over the country since Penny was charged with second-degree manslaughter on Friday, fatally choking Jordan Neely, 30, on a New York City train. What a weird thing. Kid Rock, 52, whose given name is Robert Ritchie, wasn't the only big-name donor, Republican presidential candidate and entrepreneur... Vivek Maraswamy? I've seen that guy's name before. I didn't know that person was running for president. uh, I think I saw him on Meet the Press. I didn't know he was running for president. Yeah. He's young, isn't he? Yeah, super young. Okay, because I didn't even think he'd be older. How old do you have to be? be? I guess you might be 35, right? Yeah. 40, something like that. Uh, he also, but he was on Meet the Press not too long ago. Okay, well, he donated donated $10,000. It says, the Ohio resident said Neely should have been behind bars in a mental institution, not free to terrorize his fellow citizens. Well, so I take that as you want to fund mental health care systems sure. and bring it back to pre-1980s levels where we actually had facilities for people who were struggling and where we didn't just put everybody who was suffering from a severe mental illness into prison with, uh, you know, lifelong no parole sentences. We have to regulate those mental facilities, though. What do you mean? I mean, I get why they got rid of them at some point. I understand, you know, unintentional consequences. But, man, you saw those, some of those documentaries, like the one about the killer in the woods. or Geraldo Rivera going mm-hmm. to that place that just had for everyone naked and for kids. in the corner. Yeah. Like, we've got to do a better job of regulating those things, too. Absolutely. Like, man, they would just throw kids in there and make them, like... I mean, yeah, that was bad. They were horrifying. Have you ever seen that video, Snowcone? For no, all the Rivera, so. it's from like the late seventies, early eighties, and he went to check. I think it was a, it was for youth, right? Wasn't it for kids? Yeah, so, I don't remember. Sort of there was something like you foster. know, it's just like the documentary is something about you know in Long Island or something. People thought there was a killer in the woods. Oh, I know the thing you're talking about, the right. urban legend thing. Yeah, yeah, and then you know it all ties into Geraldo Rivera going into this place, and yeah, that video is pretty bad. But what happens now is you see all these people who, because they are competent to stand trial, they almost never are found, are you know exonerated or, or whatever. With the, they, they can't use the insanity plea. They try, right. but it never works because no matter how bad your mental health is, if you do anything that shows you know what you're doing could have got you in trouble that's it you don't qualify because you have to not know at the time that what you were doing we have a really 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 narrow definition and that's it that's the only thing in our court systems that says okay you 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 qualify and it's also really hard to get a doctor to say that someone isn't competent to stand trial i just watched this thing last night about uh, people with schizophrenia who every they can be a case where every single doctor agrees this person's schizophrenic doesn't matter if they work for the defense or the prosecution like this person is absolutely schizophrenic they hear voices but if they do anything, like I said, to try and 
show that they knew what they did was wrong or that they shouldn't have been doing right. it, that they try and get, keep it a secret, then that's it. And these people in the past, before everything was shut down in the 80s, they say would have gone to some sort of, and you would have been there for life, but you would have gone to some sort of mental institution for the rest right, of your life. Sure. And now we just send them to prison or we put them on death row and we execute them. My fear as a kid was always, what if they put you in one of those things and you're not supposed to be there? It's like the Catch-22 thing. I mean, if you start protesting it too much, if you get too worked up and say, I shouldn't be here, then they're like, yeah, you sound just like everybody else who's here. Right, sure. And that's, that's the fear. They made that scary movie about that. I don't know if you guys saw that. Probably not. About that woman who ended up in one. But that scared me a lot as a kid. The thought that someone could come along at some point and say, I think this person should be institutionalized. And it's like, how do you get out? Once you're in there, who do you talk to? Am I supposed to trust these doctors? I've seen Geraldo Rivera going to this place. People are walking around in the dark in circles, pooping in the corner. I'm not so sure that once you get in there, it's easy to get out. That said, we should probably fund, you know, yeah. mental health care. Sure there's oversight. I don't know what you're supposed to call them now. We used to, what well, do we call them? We used to call them insane asylums or mental institutions. Right? Yeah, I mean, there's wards, but just right. the most of them now live, uh, don't have a place to go. So that they, one, they not too end up far living on the streets. On a sane asylum, not too far from where I grew up. We had one too. We would skip school down. and go to the arcade. But um, there was a sign that said, do not pick up hitchhikers in this area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to have those over by the uh, juvenile detention thing, too, mm-hmm. in the prison in McAllister. Yeah, we had our our asylum, whatever the hell it's called. It closed down at probably in the 80s. Yeah. When I was in high school, it was a big deal to go drive over there and look around and check the place right. out. You know, you get dared to walk sure. in there at nighttime. But th- those places, pretty sure all that stuff is pretty now, much right? closed in the 80s, yeah. yeah. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.